0: farm, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hopp. We're talking about uh, citizen activism uh, because, well, sometimes uh, we have to take uh, our future in our own hands, because the powers that be, governmental agencies, uh, you know, the EPA, uh, they're asleep at the switch when it comes to vigilance uh, for our food, uh, for our medications, uh, for the very things that threaten the health of our families and our children. And uh, moms are ideally situated to advocate for their family members. And so it's appropriate that today we talk to founding executive director of Moms Across America, Zen Honeycutt. Uh, Zen has spearheaded uh, a series of initiatives to address our uh, food supply, uh, in particular targeting uh, GMOs and glyphosate. And uh, so tell us, uh, Zen, also you have an initiative called the Gold Standard. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, so we started the Moms Across America Gold Standard, because we wanted the food manufacturers to know what moms want and what moms want is more now than just non-gmo and organic. What we want is also heavy metal testing, uh, additional pesticide testing because the current testing is just not uh, widespread enough. You know, even organic is being contaminated, unfortunately, in some cases. Uh, We also want fair trade, humanely humanely raised animal products, and we want the brands to support regenerative agriculture in order to reduce climate change. We also want to say enough to plastic. So we want to have packaging which is either, you know, 100% recyclable or recycled or a, a recyclable mail-in program or made with bioplastics or, you know, uh, compostable plastics. And so this is a tall order. You know, not every company is going to be able to meet our standards. These standards are high because our children's futures are at stake. And uh, we know that it'll take uh, extraordinary efforts for, for companies to do this. There are some companies, however, that have gone to such extents already. And we are in talks with them right now about getting certified. And uh, one of them was, that has already been verified with us has been the uh, BioRay, which is a supplement Company that makes uh, Chinese herbal tinctures. One is a detox product called mm-hmm. Primary Detox, and they they have such a great product. Um, not only is it effective, and uh, you know the herbs are just just the highest quality and all of that, um, but the owner Stephanie, when she found out that the label on her bottle on the bottles were preventing it from being recycled, she said that's not acceptable, and so had the label changed to a plant based label. So that the bottle itself can be recycled with the label on it, and so that level of integrity is something that we really want other brands to know about as well, and we want the consumers to know about. So with the Moms Across America Gold Standard at its three, four, and five stars, that that product from BioRay meets the five-star level, and so we're very excited to share about brands and and companies like that.
0: And uh, just to flesh it out a little bit, uh, how does the pervasive spread of plastics uh, threaten the health of our kids and coming generations?
1: Well, well, these plastics are, they mimic estrogen, right? So when they break down in the environment, the birds, the animals, uh, the water that we drink uh, and that we give to our children and that they bathe in, can have higher levels of, uh, estrogens and all types of BPAs and, um, you know, other chemicals which impact their hormones. And it's, it's extremely concerning that the level of chemicals that are now being found in, in, you know, the, in the placenta of babies and, and the cord blood before they're even born, hundreds of different types of chemicals. And, and I believe much of that is due to the petroleum, Plastics, they're petroleum-based, you know, oil-based plastics that can mimic estrogens and and impact our children. Uh, Very important to avoid.
0: For argument's sake, you know, why not rely on uh, governmental uh, agencies like uh, the EPA (laughs) or, you know, state uh, organizations? You know, California is even more stringent than the federal EPA. Uh, Are they asleep at the switch when it comes to some of these issues?
1: That's a great question. And, you know, I used to trust the EPA, the FDA, and the CDC. I thought that our government was protecting us and that if there was a product like Roundup on the, the hardware store shelf that it had been tested. And what I found out in this process and in visiting the EPA three times, I've met with them, I've done a congressional briefing um, in D.C., about glyphosate with a with a group of scientists and I've met with the EPA and and, and one of the questions that I directly asked them, I, I knew the answer to it, but I wanted to hear their answer was, do you have any safety testing, long-term safety testing with blood analysis on the final formulation of Roundup? And the director of the pesticide review board said, which one? There are hundreds of brands. Mm-hmm. And I said, any of them. Yeah. And and they their answer was no, not that we're aware of. Then I said, how can you claim that it's safe? Mm. And they ended the meeting. And I was furious. And so what I want to point out to your listeners is that the EPA's policy is not to test the or require testing because they don't do any testing themselves, but they don't require testing for any of the final formulations of chemical products. This could be, you know, pesticides, herbicides, fungicides, um, dog and tick flea sprays, you know, things like that. They don't require final formulation, safety testing. They only require testing from the industry, which stands to benefit from it, right? Of It's like
0: self-monitoring. They'll submit safety specs, you know, based on their own uh, evaluations.
1: Their own evaluation, right, from the industry, which stands to benefit from it. They only require testing on one ingredient in the product, not the final formulation. So it's not even based on science. It's not scientifically founded to say that Roundup is safe or that any of the herbicides or pesticides sprayed in our food or in our towns or in our parks and sidewalks are safe. That's just not a smart statement to make. It's not based on science. So so that's why we should not trust the EPA and the FDA. Well, we could get in the FDA and the CDC as well. But the, the regulatory agencies are beholden to the industry, not to us. Their many of their salaries, one third of the income from the EPA comes from the chemical companies. From the the how, when they review mm-hmm. the chemicals, yeah. they charge fees for that. And uh, there's an, an immense amount of pressure from the chemical companies on our po- elected officials. And so, if your elected official or your favorite candidate for president, let's say, takes money from big ag, big pharma, or big oil, I would assert that they are not your candidate they yeah. are already bought. Mm-hmm. So I would ask everyone to really look into follow the money is, trail. Yeah. Is your candidate funded by big ag, big farmer or big oil? If they are, vote for somebody else. Find another candidate that is not taking money from these big corporations because you know that they they are not putting your best interests at you know first before the profits of these companies.
0: You know, I fought these. I fought these wars for a long time, and the accusation is that uh, you know we're wielding junk science. That uh, we don't have uh, scientific uh, bona fides on our side, but uh, among. You know, in your organization, Mobs Across America, uh, do you have scientific advisors uh, who are sounding the alarm about some of these hazards and have, uh, you know, published uh, in scientific journals and, you know, have respected academic positions?
1: We have all kinds of advisors right now. I don't think the ones on our board on our website right now um, are you would say, well, yes, one, at least one, two of them are scientists. Um, but mostly doctors and farmers and, uh, you know, other types of advisors. But we have all kinds of science on our website, more than, than many, uh, websites, nonprofit websites, specifically about GMOs, glyphosate, and other pesticides. And what I'd like to say about the science is that it's, it's actually the EPA that is cherry picking science. The problem with the science lies with them, not with mothers who have done our research and looked at the science and seen in front of our very eyes our children get worse or get better when they avoid GMOs and glyphosate, mm-hmm. right? Um, but but what they're doing is just for example, the uh, Charles Benbrook it, it, he has a website called Hygeia Analytics exposed that the IARC, the International Agency for Research on Cancer, reviewed I believe it was something like a hundred and. Something studies. I'm sorry, I don't remember the exact number, but over a hundred studies, and the majority of them were from independent, peer-reviewed scientists. Mm-hmm. And the majority of those showed that glyphosate does cause cancer. The EPA, however, looked at a, a whole different batch of studies, and the studies that they looked at were not the same studies that the IARC looked at. Mm-hmm. And the studies that the EPA looked at were were majority of them were industry funded. Mm-hmm. And they did not show that glyphosate caused cancer. So the EPA came to their decision that glyphosate does not cause cancer based on cherry picked studies that were in the favor of Monsanto and the chemical companies like Bayer, you know, that, that make glyphosate. So it's simply not, you know, it's not intelligent me- science. <laughs> right. <laughs> to, exactly. To yeah. say, well, it, it, it's
0: also like, you know, it's, it, you know, you, it, you know, the expression is, uh, you know you can have your opinions but uh you know you can't have you know you can't choose your facts but when it comes to science unfortunately there are you know controversies and uh you know follow the money trail often when it comes yes. to That's uh the Short you answer. know yeah to to you know the safety or lack thereof of you know certain things that we accept in our society uh world health organization however has uh conclusively come down uh on the side of possibility that glyphosate is a human carcinogen and well, they've, uh,
1: they've said it's a definite animal carcinogen as well so for all of you pet owners out there that have a uncle or a father or maybe you yourself have a bottle of roundup in your backyard that is something that can and and may and may it, maybe it will give your your pet cancer if you continue to spray that and allow them to walk on it and then lick their paws and you know, roll in it in their back backyard. So I would urge you to get rid of Roundup mm-hmm. and depose of it in, uh, you know, hazardous materials. And don't ever buy it again. We, we suggest a brand called Pulverize, which is for organic gardening. And it's been used in Europe for 20 years. And it's safe to use around, you know, pets and, and your children and all of that. It can be used that's for a, That's a, a weed suppressant? It's a weed killer. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it's based on fatty acids. It's very effective. Within 20 minutes, that Mm. weed will be dead.
0: It's called pulverized.
1: Pulverized. Yep. And, and we really appreciate them. They're, they're one of our sponsors and we, we do want to get the word out about them because we want a solution. People have been asking us for years. Well, what do you want us to use? Cause my uncle, you like, you could not probably round up out of his hand with, you know, cold dead hands. You know, exactly. he like, right. he wants to use that for his front driveway. People and are just so hooked we have on it.
0: It's, it's so gratifying to just, you know, zap it, the weeds it, away. I used to do it, it you know, until I became yes, aware of the hazards. Yeah.
1: But but uh, prizes too. Yeah. So we recommend that.
0: So, so in terms of your own personal experience, you know, since you've had this uh, emerging awareness of the hazards of these things, uh, have you seen tangible changes in the health of your kids and your family?
1: Oh, good question. Yes, absolutely. So my son, when he was eight years old, he said, Mom, I wish all my allergies would go away. And I said, yeah, me too, buddy. But in my head, I was thinking that's never going to happen because I the doctors told me his allergies will only get worse, especially the nut ones. Uh, But then I realized what I was thinking in my head. And I thought, wait, what if there is something we can do? And I thought of my cousin, Sarah, who had gone gluten free for a year and was then able to eat a slice of pizza or a piece of small piece of cake at a birthday party and not have a terrible reaction, right? She could tolerate it. And so I said to him, would you like to be able to eat a slice of pizza at a birthday party a year from now? And he was like, yes. And I said, well, then would you be my partner in your health? Would you drink green drinks and try alternative medicine and like do whatever it takes to get healthy? And he said, yes. And I said, then I promise you. Good mom
0: psychology there. Yeah.
1: yeah, You, you will get better, right? I get, I gained his partnership Mm -hmm. and then I made a promise. I said, I promise you will get better. And that promise had me step up in ways that I normally would not. And within four months of going GMO free and him drinking green drinks and taking things like MSM, which is, you know, has sulfur in it, which is very important for the healing of the body. He, he recovered. I mean, his allergic reactions were dramatically. Reduced. And about a year or two later of, um, eating organic, one, we cause in between that time, my middle son got autism symptoms and we recovered him. Uh, then by, at that time, we went 100% organic. At first, we were just non GMO because we thought we couldn't afford all organic, but then it became evident to us that we could not afford to not eat organic. So we ate organic. And within a year of that time, my son, eldest son, uh, his allergies dropped from a 19 down to a 0.2. Mm. And my middle son's autism symptoms were resolved in six weeks, and and I have to mention that we tested him for glyphosate, and he had eight times the amount of glyphosate in his urine than was found in anyone in Europe Goodness. at the same time as a sudden au- onset of autism symptoms. And we realized we tested him and found he had C. diff and holes in his small intestines. Mm-hmm. You know, he had gut dysbiosis,
0: so, leaky gut syndrome. Yeah. Le-
1: yeah, leaky gut. And so we removed glyphosate from his diet, went completely organic. He had no sugar during the holiday season. We did have to do an antifungal, um, you know, compound mm-hmm. medication, but he also did sauerkraut and quick, um, um, silver. What do you call it? Um, that's escaping me right now. Silver. Colloidal silver. Yeah, colloidal silver. silver mm-hmm. Yes. Which
0: is a, a natural uh, antimicrobial that kind of su- gently suppresses the bacterial overgrowth. Yeah.
1: Yes. And so we did that for six weeks and we tested him again and his glyphosate levels were no longer detectable and his autism symptoms were gone. And so I have it that we save over $100,000 a year in autism therapy expenses and doctor's visits. You know, since my children have been eating organic, their, their health is better. We haven't gone to a sick doctor visit in three and a half years. And we just simply don't spend the money on medical expenses the way that we used to. We used to spend at least $15,000 just just on the allergies and the colds and, you know, the autoimmune reactions. So it's been incredibly beneficial for us to go organic, and um, we will remain organic. You know, that's all we buy is organic food in our house.
0: So, So the model here is that moms across America, moms are ideally positioned to effect change at the family level, which can be translated yes. into societal change, because of activism and the sincerity that you bring to that, because you know you're not a paid lobbyist, uh, you're just acting on be sincerely on behalf of the health and welfare of your of your kids and your families.
1: That's exactly it. A mother's only special interest is the well being of her family. And we will continue to speak up, and we have a limitless source of inspiration because we love our families, and that's never going to change. And uh, we, 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 don't, we don't have to be bought like scientists. Some scientists do. You know, the, the scientists are showing up um, Monsanto's ghostwriting, right, right. for well, scientists, yeah, I mean, and have the, scientists. The whole model
0: it. is, you know, if you want a grant, uh, you slant your research uh, in favor of the grantee. You know, yes. that's kind of like, you know, how to how to scientists to make a living. You know, some people think, well, it's a pure scientific endeavor. Well, it's a lot of entrepreneurship uh, to try and garner the grants and the support for, you know, grad students and laboratories. Uh, and there's a unfortunately a, a real uh, economic uh, impetus to a lot of scientific research. And, you know, that's, yeah. that's where we get things wrong.
1: And people don't want to believe that they want to be able to believe just. Straight up believe the science. But unfortunately, in the lawsuits against Monsanto, where plaintiffs have been awarded over $2.5 billion for the connection of Roundup and, and non Hodgkin's lymphoma cancer, in those discovery, that discovery process, it has been revealed that Monsanto goat, was a ghostwriter. The staff at Monsanto yep. were ghostwriters for science that university professors signed off on saying, yes, that glyphosate was not carcinogenic. And um, and so it's been revealed, you know, that there's been fraud and corruption and, and there's been a lot of collusion going on with the EPA to suppress studies that show that glyphosate is carcinogenic. And, and they actually classified glyphosate as a carcinogen back in 1985. And then after pressure from Monsanto, they removed that classification. So, you know, think of the countless numbers of children and, and fathers and mothers and dogs and cats that have gotten cancer since then. Uh, you know, it's just criminal behavior. These executives should be in prison. They should not have been able to sell off, you know, Monsanto for, uh, for $62 billion, get a huge balloon payment, right? And, and bonus and, and have their whatever number of houses and it yachts. It's pretty slick
0: and- the way they unloaded it on Bayer and, you know. Now- uh. Now bears very got slick. hell to pay. Yeah, it was. Very it, very. I was just slick. wondering about the timing of that transaction because just as Monsanto was in the crosshairs, all of a sudden it was acquired by uh, another big company, uh, and some people uh, opened their golden parachutes and were uh, off with their ill-gotten gains. So uh, yes, yeah, interesting. Yep. Uh, okay, so uh, tell us about all the wonderful resources. Uh, you know, first of all, Moms Across America. There's a website.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, MomsAcrossAmerica.org or com. Um, you can go to our website. And if you want to take action and get involved, we invite you to do things like start an event. I always say the best way to get involved is to invite other people to get involved, have a movie night, show, you know, movies like Need to Grow or Secret Ingredients, which my family is in, um, or Genetic Roulette, or, you know, Modified. There's some great movies. We also have links to movies on our website. We also have a Short documentary called Communities Rising that, that my husband and I made on our cell phones, uh, which is, uh, 45 minutes and a really great intro. So you can get involved, start an event or go to Toxin Free Town Campaign, which is under action and find out how you can get Roundup out of your town. You can have your town stop spraying glyphosate based herbicides and other toxins. You can also go to our blog. You can buy our, uh, my book on Amazon called Unstoppable. Unstoppable. Right. Yep. And uh, yeah, and just to get involved, you can also donate. We really appreciate your donations. We're we're very effective and frugal with the donations that we're given. And we've been getting the word out now to, uh, you know, millions of people now every month. And, and we really appreciate the support of our, our listeners and supporters.
0: And you know, just parenthetically, uh, can people get tested for glyphosate? Can you say, oh, yeah. you know, I just want, you know, can you go to a regular doctor in most states and say, check by, you know, check under the hood, check. You know, my love yeah.
1: So so seven years ago, you couldn't. I asked six different doctors and labs and they would not test my son, my son's for glyphosate, you know, especially the one with the autism symptoms. I was very concerned about him. Um, but eventually, uh, about a year and a half later, a farmer friend of mine that I, I pestered to do this. Uh, asked a friend of his who owned a lab to invest in glyphosate testing, and he did. So now there are several labs across the country that do test for glyphosate. It's mostly urine, mm-hmm. um, but some test for breast breast milk as well. And hair can also be tested by the Detox Project, and so you can get your hair tested as well. So uh, Health Research Institute labs, uh, the Detox Project, and uh, Great Plains Labs. I know there's many that test, but are there, those are there
0: links on your website about? Uh, yes,
1: under okay. under um, action and glyphosate testing, you can okay. find the links there.
0: Right, and then the gold standard project uh, is uh, uh, in its sort of infancy, but it's an effort to uh, bring manufacturers into compliance with uh, you know some stringent rules about purity and you know freedom of adulterants, right?
1: Yes. Yes. And so you can go to momsacrossamerica.org and right in the very front image you'll see it says learn more and that will take you right to the gold standard page. And we have a call to action there too to please email your favorite food brands and ask them to to become, we, we say go gold, You know, to become a Moms Across America gold standard brand. The more that they hear from consumers that this is what we want, the more likely that they are to consider it. And it is a considerable investment. They do have to do additional pesticide testing. Uh, which we are seeing as a huge barrier for, for many of the brands that we're talking to right now. Mm-hmm. But some of them, um, already see it as like a must do. Mm-hmm. They just, they already get it that, you know, many of the ingredients are contaminated. They simply must test. So they're just working into their cost and, and they're starting testing. So soon we will have more brands out there that have the Monster Cross America gold standard verification. It's just, it will take some time, but we do appreciate your support in asking brands to do that.
0: Well, that's just fabulous. You know, I'm just really excited about, you know, this is really grassroots uh, activism at its best. And, Thank you know, we you. tend to think, you know, sometimes we're confronted by sort of uh, unpalatable choices, you know, the lesser two evils in uh, political elections, you know, locally and nationally. And, uh, you know, just like, is that really going to change the course that the country is going to take? Uh, but this kind of uh, grassroots activism, I think, is a great way to affect change, uh meaningful change for our country and, you know, on behalf of future generations. So congratulations.
1: Thank you so much. Well, I appreciate it. And everybody who's involved, uh, you know, it's mostly moms who buy the food. 85% of the food is purchased by moms. We have a $2.4 trillion uh, purchasing power. So we have a tremendous amount of pull in this area. But every we need everybody, and men are some of our biggest supporters, so we appreciate um, everybody. And you can go to momsacrossamerica.org, find out more, and we love to connect with um, our supporters. So thank you so much for having me on
0: That's today. my great pleasure. That was Zen Honeycutt. She's a founding executive director of Moms Across America. Keep up the great work, Zen. Really appreciate having you on.
1: Thank you, Ronald. Such a pleasure.
0: I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast.